wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. We're back. Once again. Movie Mayhem Podcast. Your boys, Matt. Brian. And uh, we decided to actually go back to movies That's for right. a change. Uh, and boy, did you pick one. I think we're doing Atrocious August. No, well, as, Abomination it, was said, August? as it was said by the Andrew episode, which yeah. came out the week before this one, it's Adventures August. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So poorly thought out Adventures August? Yes. All poorly right. thought out Adventures August. So we'd be doing like adventure movies? For the last week of this month. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, if well, we don't get another D and somebody wants to talk D and D, if we don't get another one of those, and, and I'm sure we will, probably, because uh, more people want to talk to us about D and D than want to talk to us about movies. movies. Yeah, we've been doing the movie <laughs> thing for six years, and we never had people as eager to talk. About yeah. <laughs> but hey, hey here you we know, are. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Here whatever the wave are. is, you're gonna surf it. Yeah. You know? Um, but we decided to go into movies, and I think this one still kind of falls somewhat a, into the theme. It's like a step-down program. Very much step-down. Where down. it's like, okay, we're doing the hard drugs, now we're going to do some slightly lesser drugs. The gateway drugs. Except yeah. we can't tell if this movie is trying to get people into the genre or or get people out of it. I think it's a. it may be a little bit of a, like, oh, you like Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Well, how about like, does D and D tickle your fancy? Well, how about this? And it's kind of like, gotcha. Okay, well, we could also do cool things. Well, because I'm not going to say anything bad because I think I do follow the director on Twitter. Ooh, yes. Well, that don't mean he, he listens. No, he doesn't listen to us. I can tell you that because yeah. he has a movie mayhem. Oh, the movie called Mayhem. Oh, but not movie mayhem. Like, I mean, we should do mayhem. We should probably do like to be confused. We yeah. should do movie mayhem doing the movie mayhem. mayhem yeah, yeah, with. Uh, Oscar nominee Stephen Hewn. Oh man, that would have been a great like April Fool's thing. It would have. Yeah, but it's okay. We'll we'll find a milestone and, and plug it in. Yeah. But uh, but in the meantime, yeah, we decided to do this movie. We were searching for yes. bad movies to do. Yeah. And uh, a couple of movies came up, but nothing really like it. We got to a point where it's like we because we both have never seen the movie. Like, there's only one movie I think we both saw, and it's been at least a good 20 years in between viewings. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like, we run the risk of it being bad, but also boring. Because mm-hmm. that's the worst part about like, doing like a bad, you know, really crappy movie, is that they run the risk of being super boring. Yeah. There's two types of bad movies. Yeah. You know, there's bad movies that it's so bad it's hilarious. Yes. And there's bad movies that, you know, it just didn't come together well, so it's just not engaging. Yeah. You know? And there's nothing like, particularly ridiculous about it it's just fails to be fun you know and uh and and that kind of movie is not fun to watch or fun to review so we decided to see this movie that definitely looked ridiculous rated very high on amazon it must be rated by like two people yeah i think over four thousand people rated. oh no four stars wow yeah i think it does hit an it does hit a niche because while we were watching it you did say is yeah. kind of close to the kind of close. So, so the movie is called Knights of Badassdom. Knights of right? Badassdom, and it's about these, you know, these rich stoner losers, 
Well, one of them's rich. The other's not too rich. No, he's um, like, but his job is kind of yeah. His job is to work sweet. on really sick muscle cars. Yeah, but apparently like, that's a dead end job that doesn't get him anywhere. He works in the cleanest mechanics garage. He's got a commu- You got a degree in communications. He could do be doing anything in the world. So according remember, to his girlfriend, who breaks up with him. This movie was made in 2013. Yeah, back when you could do th- everything in the world. Back when the world was like, oh, we got. Three more years of Obama now. <laughs> yeah, right? It was a little more optimistic. Yeah. But in any case, uh, the movie starts off with like... Okay, I forget how it starts off. I mean, forget that. Just know that this guy, his girlfriend breaks up with him. His friends just try to take him on a LARP to uh, cheer him up. But Good his old. friend accidentally summons a succubus right. in the form of his ex-girlfriend that's going around killing people at the LARP. Yes. And that's the premise of the movie. Pretty much. Yeah. So... Uh, Will we, we say this movie is a laugh a minute? No, it does take a long time to get going. To even get going. Yeah, like, it takes over a half an hour Yeah, to get the introductions down. Like, that, what I described is, like, the basic premise of the movie, but I think it's about 45 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Of this 80-minute movie. You <laughs> That's know? right, it was, like, 86 minutes. And then, like, the rest of the movie is all, like, packed into those 40. Yeah. It's a tight 40. Um, and, you know, we... we most people know we play D and D, and and it, within that like fantasy role play community, a LARP is seen as like the next step, moving yeah. up from from D and D in levels of immersement, and also in levels of like absolute nerdiness. Yeah, you you get a good role play at the at the table, and then the, the next week you kind of dress like your character, and they're like, well, well, maybe I want to you know take this on the road, take the show on the road. Yeah, right. So I'll go to a parking lot in New Jersey. And... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Take some hacks at some strangers. With foam swords, yeah. With foam swords. And, and that's kind of the idea behind it. But, you know, if you get into it, it's the same deal as D&D. You're, you have a character that you're pretending to play, and you have right. powers that you don't really have, but you. It's the interesting part is progressing them and using yeah. them in creative ways, and everyone's kind of playing along. Um, except, you know, it's a very nerdy thing to do by people, and it's usually... Uh, practiced by people who socially maybe not the most well adept. Uh, I would I'd have to take your word on that because yeah. I have yet to be to a LARP. I am because just now you're quite well socially adjusted, Brian. If I'm well socially adjusted in your eyes, well, <laughs> well, I've done it. Right, it's not something I do. Well, you've done it what three times? Three, yeah, four times. Three. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I still like right now. Like I'm just getting into the role-playing of D&D. Right. As we saw, like, Captain Pedro doesn't really have a voice, like a, a character voice, unlike Junkus does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my one-shot character kind of was like, oh, yeah, he's very into the role-playing aspect of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goody Trueheart was definitely the role-playing. Right. And that's kind of what struck our interest for this yeah. movie, was to see, like, okay, let's see what they do. And, well, that's one thing. The other thing was the cast. Yes, it's right. a very interesting cast. Uh, Summer Glau. Yeah. Every Nerd's Dream from 2008 to about 2014, 15. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was in The Terminator Show. She was. She was in uh, Firefly. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the movie after that. Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. She was in a, a bunch of other nerdy shit. And then she was in, uh, in this. And she was in this. But there are even bigger names than Summer Glau. Uh, you actually have Daniel Pudi. Daniel Pudi, uh, Abed from Community. Yep, and the big headliner, Peter Dinklage. The Dink, Peter yeah. Dinklage. Dink Doink. I think 
he may have i think a lot of these guys are friends with the director they have to um the main guy ryan quitane i think his name he's been Mm -hmm. in true blood he's you know kind of chris pratt light Mm -hmm. um he i just looked into it so the I, i think around like early the early the late 2000s early 2010s there was a video on youtube from that's called truth and journalism where it's like a it's kind of where it's like Eddie Brock is taking a French film crew around New York City. Mm-hmm. So the guy who directed this, uh, Knights of Badass, and Joe Lynch directed that short. So I think they had a previous relationship, probably became friends. And they did this right after it. And, uh... and here we are. And here we are. But I, th- I think you could tell that like a lot of these guys were like, yeah, we're just, you know. Just playing around. Because Steve Zahn is in it. Steve Zahn's been in a lot yeah. of stuff. He's been worked with Martin Lawrence. Yeah. He's worked with... Uh, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, he's he's been around. Steve Zahn is always that other guy. Uh, so so you get this movie and you get this cast and you get this idea and you're kind of unable to see like what kind of movie is this gonna be. Right. And that's when you look at the second, uh, well I guess the third uh, identifier, the third indicator, and that's the budget. Right. And what? How much was this movie made for? Unde- un uh, announced. Whew. But it did not make a lot of money. I could tell you that. So, movies, it would probably cost around, I would say conservatively, $10 million is going to be the highest, I think. For a movie like this. For a movie like this, $10 million would be the highest. And seven of those have to go to the Dinklage. Seven of them have to go to Dink. Two of them have to go to creating that that monster. Yeah. And then the rest is kind of sprinkled around. Uh, It made $177,000. Honestly, even though that's like worldwide, it's still hard to believe it made that much. I don't think it had a lot of distribution. I think I, I would I wouldn't think so, but that I makes think this it... was one of those early like oh we'll just throw it on streaming. The like, streaming's yeah. kind of popping off. Like let's just throw it on there. Maybe because yeah. tw- you think twenty three thousand. I mean twenty. I'm saying, sorry. You think twenty thirteen movie tickets are about twelve bucks? Just, you know, yeah. you take a hundred and seventy thousand divided by twelve. That's still like many. That's still thousands of people. Yeah, nerd culture on the rise. You know. It's still very surprising. And nowadays, I'd say, like, fantasy and role-playing and stuff is more popular now than it was in 2013. Yeah, there's definitely been a boom of, like, more uh, mainstream, like, notoriety of, like, like, you know, Joe Manganiello has been a big part of it. Yeah. Stephen Colbert, you know, another huge... uh, Yeah, Twitch has enabled a lot of shows to really take off that uh, they're just talented people playing the game. Uh, fantasy high like dimension yeah. 20 has been huge because it hits different right like yeah you know, critical role dimension critical 20 role, high yeah. rollers like all yeah. that stuff so that kind of that kind of trend is that kind of game is like kind of trending again and uh but back then and maybe maybe that's why this movie is getting sort of like a cult following yeah um i don't know if it's a cult following oh well, maybe it's not we'll see what happens yeah when we put this, when we that's put true this maybe out. it's not maybe yeah. we'll stop that yeah uh because the movie after you know after watching it uh so it's probably when you think of all the possibilities of how this movie can go based on what we described, it's probably the worst one. <laughs> you know, fun to laugh at at times. I think I think but it's a, overall. I think it's a. I think it's an unfair victim of probably a lower budget because I'm sure that a couple of things, like maybe it, like it could have relished in its cheapness a little bit more. Um, yeah, it could have 
but also it's a, such a weird like as an outsider perspective it's such a weird thing to go into so you're you're saying it kind of feels like we weren't it wasn't really it feels like we're watching somebody's like a project they made with their friends that we weren't really meant to see kind of yeah. yeah it's like they go oh wow like because in their mind like like if they saw us watching us they'd be embarrassed yes <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what i mean it's, it's kind of like one of those things where like it never went into like someone's like mind's eye of like what they actually see because we we are introduced to a couple of characters who are always in game yeah and it never like switches like this is what they're seeing and this is what like the Ant-Man. Oh, the, you think that if, when people are in-game, it should appear more fantasy? Yes. Oh, interesting. Like, I think, like, you know, like, in the, uh, in Ant-Man, when they're fighting on the tra- the, the toy yes. train tracks, and yeah. it's like, it's this big, epic, and you look and see this little tiny yeah, yeah, train yeah, yeah, tip yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that has an inher- that that is a comedy thing, so I think it would have been really funny if they're, like, they come up to that first group of, like, they have guys dressed up in like neon green monkey suits mm-hmm. with like little red swords. Oh, and like when they start fighting them, when it they start actually fighting, is like a... it looks like oh, this is the Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings kind of shit. Everything's like got a sepia tone to it, and then when they pan out of like a rule, it, then breaks. it's then it looks like how we see LARPing. Yes, like because they have a it, it in the thing. It, one of the 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 main uh, one of the characters is the the game master, and he goes up oh, yeah. rule break. Yeah, that would be a perfect kind of like like device to kind of pull you in pull you out and like you're seeing it through you're kind of jumping perspectives like the guys who are super into it and then the guy who's just like i'm just kind of into it i actually think that's a pretty good idea <laughs> i actually think that one for the audience it would make it easier to watch yeah you know yeah because um, it's like easier to digest when you're seeing this like oh this epic fantasy right when when you, you, but then you pull back it's like yeah it's one it's a little more entertaining and yeah. two it kind of gives the audience like it, it kind of lets them see what these what these nerds are seeing right. and kind of shows the appeal. Yeah. You know, because, when, I mean, it, and as Matt, someone don't who's... don't call them nerds. They're your people. You are, that a, doesn't you mean are a full-time LARPer. Well, that, full-time? <laughs> <laughs> Since, like, 2018? Hey, you've done more doctor stuff than me. That means you're a full-time doctor, so... But I am a full... <laughs> but I... You put the work in. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, that... Well, even if that were true, right. it doesn't mean they're not nerds. Fair enough. You know, uh, it just means that I, I, I am something of a nerd, but, but that's okay. But, um, but, but yeah, you, no. You what I, say, I think you're sitting in the right room to say that. Yeah, right? It's a safe space. <laughs> it's a safe space. Um, as you sit Surrounded the, by, like, your action figures. In the figures. shadow of the yeah. Batman Returns, <laughs> the Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah, this is a judgment-free zone, yeah, I can tell. Honestly. But, uh, but no, I think, um... Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I think for people that are maybe, uh, like, pretty much everyone that hasn't LARPed before, it looks really lame. But when you're actually in it, and you actually, like, let yourself get into it, it can be, it can feel pretty fun and and a little epic. So to, like, have, uh, so for, like, the the sort of shooting style to change from actual, like, good action, and then out to what people see... I think for the audience, it would be kind of cool to, it would be like kind of indicative for them to see like, all right, well, maybe this is why they're into it because yeah. to them, they're doing something cool. And then by the end, like there is no, cause it, it, at the end it is this weird kind of like, they have a swirling sky. And yeah. Like, uh, spoilers for this now, seven, six year old movie. Yeah. Um, like a ghost Peter Dinklage comes back from like 
like you could have it increasingly bleed into the fantasy realm. Yeah. Why? Because they do have a fantasy element with a uh, possessed book or cursed book, and that's a fine way of jumping into it. But like, it's it's one of these things where I can't be super critical because I'm sure they had just they had an access to a, a nice little field mm-hmm. and that's it. And they had like a yeah. big rubber monster. There was yeah, it didn't even feel like there was a set. It was just people shooting like where they were. Yeah, you know, which you gotta expect the kind of guerrilla shooting tactics. But yeah. um, I do like the idea of like it, by the because by the end of it, the movie goes full fantasy. Yeah, where there's actual like monsters and ghosts and stuff. Yeah, and it would the reason that would be cool is because then you kind of blur that line at the end between like what people from the outside are seeing and what they're doing. Yeah. And it kind of becomes the same thing at the end. Yeah, it's like walking in a pool where yeah. you could walk in at the shallow end as you're dipping into the fantasy elements. Yeah. And as you once you get to that full deep end of like Ghost Dinklage fighting a gigantic rubber monster, right. you're like, I am a hundred percent into this. Not like right. this guy's got a fucking foam plastic like popsicle stick thrown at people. You could even cut back and then yeah. when you cut back you see like this is actually something that's happening. Right. You know? Uh, to kind of reverse that that ploy that play that you've been doing for the, most of the movie you have your one character who's not fully into it actually yeah. then be like yes oh fuck yeah which they awesome. do which they do yeah. to be fair the main character is he's he's never Joe, really he's fully like, into it he's never he's fully into it really until... into singing this song yeah that was <laughs> oh boy uh yeah i there there i mean and again there are some highlights you know like uh hmm like the dink is, the dink is really the dink is funny he's into it yeah and this is like uh what is it? they said this is around season four of game yeah, of thrones it was so peak game of thrones yeah so yeah and dinklage has already been like nominated for awards at this point right so, so he's really just doing yeah you gotta respect that yeah. um you know and, and there is the kind of getting over his girl that whole kind of subplot yeah. which is like the, the emotional i think core of the movie is him like having to actually uh get over her by killing her in succubus form yeah um and you know it, it's not perfect but it gets its point across yeah one th- one kind of missed opportunity uh that i that like i, I we kind of pointed out when we were watching was his best friend the wiz- like the guy that plays a wizard steve zahn yes yeah, who actually is the one that brought the succubus into the world right he played he's like he he's into it so you know he, uh, but he tries to run away a lot when shit actually gets real, as a normal person would do. Right. Nothing against him, but towards the end, the main character Joe is like convinces him. It's like, look, you gonna are you gonna just run away? Like you did this. Like this is like you, you gotta save him. You can't, are you just gonna turn and run? Uh, right. You know, and it's kind of like like are you gonna face your problems head on? And I'm, and both of us kind of felt like there was this story arc this character arc of this guy who always runs away from his problems it's a missing step yeah yeah that was like not established and if they had established that then that would have been an interesting arc for for the guy for for that character you know Man. to have gone from someone who uses larp as like an escapism from his problems you could show him getting bullied by another another wizard who may have been getting killed yeah or even like in real life it's like his money is not as is not as good as he's running out of like his parents' money or like he's getting kicked out if he doesn't find a job and he and he kind of like reacts to that by going LARPing right. every weekend by like running or like he hates his job or whatever it yeah, is yeah like he's or he's uh, yeah like yeah, he's got he a has, boss that bullies something, him like something, something in the real world that, that he's makes not him, confronting yeah because yeah. he's saying that he goes LARPing every weekend yeah which is a very 
committed activity. The big commitment. Yeah. And, and, like, of course, the, then the main character goes through a, a tough thing with his girl breaking up. First thing he does, he takes him to LARP. Right. So that's like his go-to thing. It's like, well, when things get tough, what do I do? Like, uh-huh. I run away to this fantasy world. Right. And it would have been cool the fantasy world, where his problems come to the fantasy world, and he's got to actually deal with them there. Yeah, I feel like that, that could be a constraint to the budget. Like that, Naturally. But I, it I wouldn't think, have taken that not, much. No, I know. Like either, it would have taken like maybe another set, which right, yeah. like in if itself you, if Depending on what he does. Like, they never really said what his Steve Zahn does for a living. They he said, said he, he has money from his parents. Oh, he has money from his like parents? Like, millions from his parents. Oh, okay. That's why they all live in that, like, castle. Right. Like, if you had, like... Yeah, if he had, like, a mean lawyer friend who was like... Yeah. It's like, look, you need to invest. You need to grow up and invest in something. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well blah 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 and he kind of doesn't and like he doesn't understand certain things where it's like it's for the good of him or like you were saying yeah he needs something to push him towards it but we just got him like yeah fuck it we'll go right yeah right it's not it's not real there's no real like i feel like it was a nice moment but they if they had built to it i think that that moment like if would have been a good payoff joe's girlfriend has i mean she has reasonable motivations to want to break up with yeah. And he lives in his friend's house on a twin bed. Um, he doesn't really have much motivation besides working at a classic car, you know, mechanic. But I guess it's not like a career, I right. guess, for him. He's got he's got such poten- such wasted potential. I guess. But she it look, with it, his degree in communications. Right. But it looks like she also works there. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, Oh, I gotta think about my career. It's like what like what do you do are you well, i are think you her dad owner? owns the place her dad owns the place yeah. so okay so you then you're a salesperson i guess i don't know i don't or, think she even works there so that we should have her be like a lawyer or an investor maybe she was be steve zahn's investor mm. that they known from high school like she wanted to continue a career in accounting which is a very honorable profession oh. where she can open up her own business and make a ton of money Oh, so then, she's like a dick to both of them. I know she's like she sees the she doesn't see the the fan like. So while he while Joe is trying to get back with her, he's trying to get away from her. Mm-hmm. So it's a, kind of like a a fight over the middle. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like that that could be like kind of like the 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 one thing like so you just have her instead of being in a weird mechanic waiting room. Yeah. Just be like at like some like random office. Be like, listen, like I got you know things in the works. Mm-hmm. I can't have you dicking around. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that that probably was not the uh probably was not the biggest point of emphasis no. from the people making the movie. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, it's, you know, it's, I think it's, it was just a minor obstacle to get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. The only she was only there to bring in the succubus character. Yeah, and to and her. to let him know that this guy does do metal. Yeah. But the problem is that that whole series, that whole like uh uh act took 25 minutes it did. so it's like it took you, if you're gonna you spend that much time before you even get to the larp at, you should at least have it set everything up right you know instead of having like a checkoffs band you know uh, and Chekhov's cassette tape yeah exactly <laughs> so it's you know that was i, I it was just kind of like a wasted potential maybe maybe oh, yeah not that the movie had that much potential you know, because like you said, the budget and everything yeah. and the idea. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, then from I, there, you have like a lot of... When the movie gets going, it becomes like a lot of like classic horror, like comedy horror. Yeah, it's a lot with, of... With like the succubus going around, finding isolated people 
and performing sex acts while tearing them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, the, the whole lust and gore yeah. aspect. Uh, really kind of like, like each person that she is interacts with kind of takes something from them. Like just like kind of, she uses key phrases to kind of get people off their... Yeah, like when she when she hears a phrase, she re- she can repeat it. She regrets it, and that's yeah. but that's all she can say. Yep. Um, which you know it's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's fine. I yeah. mean, it, we're not asking this character to be like some like cerebral like. Yeah. Oh, I see your. I can smell your fear. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she starts from like just ripping one guy's jaw off, and then she you see she does get more and more powerful. Yeah. She, all the succu- all succubus has to do is just kill. Yeah. To gain power. The sex part... Sex part just, is just a distraction technique. Yeah. And that's what she does. She distracts you, and then she rips your face off. Right. Yeah. And then as she gets more powerful, she... I did like that uh, the Dink, since he was on shrooms, was able to see her true form. Right, yeah. But, uh... But he took a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. He's a little guy. Yeah. And he took a lot of mushrooms. He probably wouldn't have made it through the night, even he if she didn't have kill him. He wouldn't to stand up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, it was... But that could have been a thing like he takes like mushrooms or like whatever and then he snaps back and it's like every because there's a lot of gore and death by the end mm-hmm. and everything's like and they're cool you know yeah. they're just hanging out they're not traumatized they're at not all traumatized at they all. start like, she he starts a new band with summer glow right yeah exactly yeah. it's like it could have been like this whole like like uh like a jacob ladder scenario where mm-hmm. it's like you find out in the beginning where like the characters die the character had an ish, uh an incident in the beginning spoiler alert for the movie jacob's ladder <laughs> yeah that something happens to him in an accident or something, and then at the end you find out he's been dead the whole time. But right. this like he could have been fucking tripping on peyote the whole time. Yeah, that would have been cool. It's like because he done a, he did like a shit ton of wheat. Like he took a, a bunch of fucking like uh, bong rips. Yeah. And then drank old turkey, which I guess they couldn't clear wild turkey. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. But it's just uh, the booze, man. It's just the booze. And then there was also like this whole, um, uh, uh, well. I, I kind of liked that they that these LARPers were getting bullied by these paintballers. Yeah, that was um, nice. And they brought them back at the end because they were the sheriffs that they called for help. Because right. I like that they acknowledge it's like, well, we're just LARPers. Like, there's an actual killer here. What do we do? And they decided, well, we'll call the call cops. The cops, yeah. And the cops happen to be these people that bully LARPers. Um, but when the guy had, when the book, like, threw itself on the guy's face and imprinted a bunch of words on his face, I thought that was going to be... Like, I thought that was going to actually change this guy's character. It right. didn't. No. It just... He's just a guy with a guy He's with just a guy with on words face. on his face. Yeah. You know? And then I, I, I saw that... I, I kind of saw it coming. They would use his head to, like, read because it was on the exact page they needed to send this thing. Right. Uh, fine. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sure there was probably, like a, like, a bigger script that had more, like, cooler shit. And then they're like, well, you could only get you this much money. Mm-hmm. All right, well then this has to go. This has to go. This has to go. Yeah, but I, I also do feel like I'm maybe I'm I'm leaning too heavy on that excuse instead of like maybe yeah. they just forgot and like maybe they edited it out because yeah, they probably edit, yeah. like uh, it's not even like oh we had this idea but it couldn't we couldn't make it happen because they plant the seeds for a lot of it. Yeah, you know when you have a guy get etch a sketched like on his face, he could have been like you don't he, shoot that unless. He could have killed people for the succubus to make the succubus stronger. Or he could have been con- possessed by the demon and controlling the succubus. Right. You know, like... Something. Something. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know... Roll a, a D8 spell. Yeah. Like, and it's also... The time... The runtime is very short. Yeah. It's 80 minutes. You know, yeah, so. It's not a... It's, it's a... It's a... 
it's a short movie, but it's kind. It, it that that first half of it is very labored. Yeah, I think we we should also address like the main question that we had right. throughout like a lot of when we were watching this movie is that is this movie uh, trying to convince us that like LARPing and fantasy roleplay is fun or are they trying to make fun of it because. It's kind of like it, <laughs> yeah. it was kind of like when you want to hide that you're a fan of something and you're like making fun of it by using things that See, only a fan would know. I keep on thinking back know? to like the movie Role Models. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, in the beginning, they're just cracking on McLovin for liking Larkin. <laughs> right. They're yeah. just like giving him like the business. And like yeah. Paul Rudd goes like, I don't give a shit about that. And then by the end, it's like, oh, I see what you do here. I am buying into it. This is, I mean... Yeah, it's still a little nerdy, but I'm, I bought in. Well, that's why I tried LARPing when right. Vinny brought it up. Because I was like, well, in role models and being pretty cool. uh, looking kind of fun. I could drive a truck in the middle of this yeah, and well. no one would care. <laughs> the, the Minotaur. The Minotaur. But I, th- I think with this, it's just like, okay, well, what if we take that last half of role models? And just make it the whole just movie. Just make it the whole movie. Yeah. Like, what if they were on board the whole time? Which, on paper, like, still isn't that bad of an idea, because what's everyone's favorite part of role models? It's that last part with the LARPing. I like the little kid. He was my favorite. Yeah, Bobby? I don't remember the name. I don't remember. I like the conversation he had in Starbucks, where he yells at her for, because he's a (laughs) dick. The Venti. Yeah. The Venti is tall name. Yeah, he's like, no, tall is large. Grande's large. Venti's the only one that doesn't mean large. But, uh... Venti means 20, and it's 20 ounces. Oh, is that true? (laughs) <laughs> so i mean paul rudd being a dick is always fun yeah but um but no but yeah it, but at the like you kind of you could tell that even though they made fun of it for a lot of the movie the the idea was that the audience was probably going to have a little more respect for larping at right. the end with this movie you couldn't tell if they were trying to make us respect LARPing or just kind of point out how lame it is. Yeah. Because there w- and they didn't really have any of that, like, you know, this LARPing shit's pretty fun. Because even at the, the end of the movie, they're just like, Joe and Summer Glau never LARPed again. Right, yeah. You know? And but, at, and, but at the same time, like, there's so many, like, very pretty deep references to D&D and, like, the monster manual and, like, the LARP, all the LARP rules yeah. and the tropes. And it's like, you wouldn't be able to make these jokes unless you were actually into this shit. So, like, yeah, I, are you making fun of this thing that you that you actively enjoy? Or are you right. or is this trying to make us think it's cool? Yeah. I I wish I knew. Because yeah. uh, there's very little information on it on IMDb or anything. But I think I think they wanted us, as, like, outside. And it's also it's tough for outsiders to get into it. It's like, I don't give a fuck about LARPing. Yeah, it's like, we, we like, if, right. like Lord of the Rings is still the standard of fantasy, and that movie's been out for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like even to this day, like I now will hold other fantasy movies to Lord of the Rings, which is tough. Which is tough, and I didn't. Is there I, a reason this is the standard? It, There's yeah. a reason this is the standard. Yeah, and like a movie that came out like just after the Y two K bug. <laughs> just fucking blows everything else out of the water where there's been better technology there's been better advances in in screens uh screenplays and everything like that and and you look at it, it's like no nah, lord of the rings is pretty perfect like let's just move on from there like let's not go anywhere guys yeah. it's like like now like how westerns are almost like a, a dead genre mm-hmm. where it's like i don't want to watch another like fantasy movie. feels like that fantasy feels like it's going that way because that's nothing, interesting because nothing else has like 
like really hit it off. Like nothing else has been like, okay, well I see you Lord of the Rings and I'm going to take it a next step further by doing this. Because I, I think a lot of it also, yeah, a lot of it is also budgetary where it's like Lord of the Rings came out of the gate, like which is a trilogy. Yeah. And then a lot of these movies are like, all right, well we'll make one. Maybe we'll make a sequel. I we'll make, can we get a cinematic universe? Out of it? Well, I'd say there's maybe three big fantasy side uh, fantasy franchises okay. that kind of run everything. Okay. There's Lord of the Rings, like you said, that's yeah. the oldest one. Oldest. I'd say Harry Potter is fantasy and has a very wide appeal. Oh, okay, I always consider Harry Potter something different. It's magic. I mean, I've also it's seen, magic and shit, right? I've seen one Harry Potter movie. So. Well, sure. But it's magic and shit and it wizards and shit. And shit. Yeah. So <laughs> there's wizards. Hey now, and shit. there's literally like wizards, dragons, magic okay. swords. There's a whole bunch of. It's shit. got everything, it's got you know. Yeah. And then there's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which again, very wide appeal that a lot of people kind of hold to a high standard. Also, a lot of movies were picking that those actors off to be yeah. like, okay, I want you in this movie because you got Game of Thrones appeal. Right. Yeah. So, the same way Elijah Wood's career really took off. <laughs> no, but um. But I think, like, those are, like, the big three, like, fantasy things. But Game of Thrones was popular up until a few years ago. So I wouldn't say fantasy's dead. I would just say, like, there's not that much of it. But you when you have something that's a, good. It's getting to be a harder, like, a harder door to enter for people. Like, you can't I, I just, think like, maybe jump that's right it. into it. I think if you're into fantasy, a lot of it's there in the form of, like, books and stuff. Yeah. Um, but for like the wide a wide audience, it, I think it's just becoming a little more rare for fantasy to break through to the mainstream. Yeah. Like the first go around of Marvel movies, it's like, oh, do I need to read any? Like, no, you don't. Just watch this movie. Yeah. Watch Iron Man one. If you want to start an Avengers, start an Avengers. They'll just keep everything off there. Right, and now yeah. and now superhero the superhero franchise is booming. Right. You yeah. know, and uh, and it's uh, it's now like they're struggling for ways to. Keep it, yeah, yeah, to keep it fresh because it it also had such a an explosion, and you know, but the the thing was what's like a little concerning for superheroes is that now like the most popular things are the things that that turn superhero tropes on its head. So like the boys, Invincible. It's also like superhero movies that are other movies in disguise. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's a horror movie, but superhero. Right, right. So I think like all that stuff. Some of I think some of it is just trying to capitalize on the superhero trend, and other parts are, you know, they're legit critiques and criticisms in the movie. But for me, that's kind of like a sign that 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 we're out of that kind of golden. Yeah, that the kind bloom of, is off the rose. A little bit. Yeah. You know, and may, and I'm sure it'll come back when like Phase Four Five starts to culminate. Yeah, you, I think you know? right now it's well as we get into our comic book talk. I think it's tough right now because not only are they trying to introduce a bunch of new characters it's they're doing it delayed a year yeah so everything that they had planned is like oh it doesn't feel fresh yeah and at the same time it's like well what's the other what are the other superhero movies that are coming out it's dc movies that are like by and large not good or like not well received so people like the justice league remake but those are most people most people who watched it were already like dc fans yeah they wanted to see it they wanted to see it and they wanted it to be good yeah you know so it's um it's kind of tough because like that doesn't leave a lot of it kind of puts it all on Marvel, yeah, which is not good for the genre. No. For for it to only be one player, it's not good for the genre. And also, I think a lot of like because there are other comic books out there of that course. could be made into movies for sure. But I feel like a lot of them when they come to studios, they're like, okay, well, how can we make this a Marvel thing? Exactly. It's like, well, it's not really a Marvel thing. It's it's this. It's completely different. It's like, but how can we? 
right. get our return on an investment making and, it a Marvel. And it seems like the only two ways are one, like make it, try to make it, try to turn it from what it was to a Marvel thing, and that turns out badly. Right. Or two, make it a show. Right. And that gives. I think this could have been a funnier show, like a, a, a limited series, like mm. six episodes. Yeah. Knights of Bad would have been hilarious. I think so. Like I, think that, I think a, you're right. I think if you do a, like a decent budget show, like a, just a good old comedy goof. This gives things more time to breathe. It gives things time to breathe. You could get more character motivations out of it. Yeah. Uh, but as a, as a movie, it did struggle because it's just like, all right, got to get past it. Got to go, got to go, got yeah. go. Yeah. And, you know, but at the same time, for you, again, you don't want to use things like budget as too much of an excuse. Yeah. You know, because there are a lot of good low budget movies. Very, yeah, very true. You know, and some of the things is like, you, did you did your budget have to go for a big lagoon right. monster, or did, did a lot of this violence have to be on screen, or could it have been implied in creepy ways? Right. You know like what you I mean? You could have done like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre gets this reputation of being this bloody yeah. movie where they only used, I think, like eight liters of blood. Same with like, Evil Dead, right? Just like, oh uh, yeah, no, Evil, Evil Dead kind of went a little above and <laughs> above and beyond. But they I changed, mean... they changed, they were gonna get like an X rating, but they changed the color of the blood to get the R rating. Well, what I'm saying is that like, it wasn't that expensive. No, oh yeah, oh okay, no, you know yeah, what I'm sorry. I mean? I'm sorry. Like budget is not like the original Evil Dead was like twenty dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it was like however however much it cost to rent the camera and the film. Right. Because the rest was all on. They like, showed a lot, yeah. yes, but like it wasn't expensive to do that. Yeah. You know, uh, or they did it in a way that was not. That... They used every trick and and tip that they had to kind of craft a narrative to it. Right. Yeah. And with Texas Chainsaw, like you were saying, it kind of did the same like thing. They you get this. It's implied. A lot of it's implied violence. A lot. Well, I mean. They do hang a girl up on a coat, like on a meat rack, but you don't see it go in her. Yeah. You don't see like the blood trickle out, her, and it's just like that's not expensive. No. Like, yeah. Imagination. Driving a, a meat hook through someone is expensive. Right. Showing someone the meat hook, like on just a meat hook, is gently not. Gently placing them to the left. Yeah, that's but, not that expensive. No, like it's it's all that, and it also goes into the, like the LARP. It's the theater of the mind that yeah. takes over. Like, yeah. If you show, and I and I think it was one of my problems. Bring it back to Marvel, like I, like the whole Defender show where mm-hmm. you showed Iron Fist, who was possibly the weakest fighter, like fighting a whole boardroom full of people. Like yeah. if you just show, like the door closed and the door opens and he's standing there and the whole room is, like got their ass kicked. Like mm-hmm. oh, that's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. But like with, with this movie, like you go into this field and you just, it's slaughtering a bunch of like people who weren't ready for this so it seemed a little mean like they had they had foam swords and they were going up against an actual monster right and then they would show things like her ripping a guy's jaw off or her tearing someone's arms off ar- yeah. yeah i think like one of the better like kills in there was like when the game master was killed because she it didn't show her actually folding him on itself right. it showed her like grab his arms and then you hear the crunch and then you see the blood and stuff fall yeah underneath him and it's like, okay, that was probably gruesome. Yeah, that was probably, It felt yeah. more gruesome than her, like, just kind of digging her nails in that girl's back. Yeah, because you, know? you also run the risk with that, with, like, showing too much of it losing its impact. Mm-hmm. Because you could see, like, okay, like, if you if you actually see how, like, see, the, like, the cuts and it turns into, like, a, a, a rubber, like, version exactly. of a Exactly. Like, ah, come on. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's exactly what I'm referring yeah. to. It's like, in, like, with the, all the 80s horror movies, it's like, they showed way too much to try yeah. to be too risque right and it ended up backfiring yeah 
but the, the, the you have a kill like the Daniel Pudi kill yeah. that happened pretty much all entirely off screen. Yeah, Inchino, and then yeah. it just shows like the let's just show walk in and it's just blood and guts everywhere. Yeah, and that is a little more impactful, I think, than her ripping the guy's jaw off. Dinklage, you saw all in, in, in silhouette. Yeah, which was again a little better than yeah. you know than the guy who you know she like punched her her hand through his heart and then know? had a trouble ripping it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. And then the girl, she ripped like the back out. Like you saw like all these other side, like these minor, like glorified extras, right? Getting like ripped apart. And it's not. It was like not. It no. can't be done well. She doesn't have the budget for it to be done well. No. Yeah. Uh. But all right, we've got forty minutes in. That's a lot for Knights of Badassdom. It's about half the movie. It's about, yeah, it's like half as long as the movie. Jeez. And we got right into it. Um, no, yeah. no, I do think that this guy, this the director has a lot of kind of interesting takes on action. I, I, I just so, yeah okay. I think like he has a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Because if this if this was taken like super uber seriously, it it would have shown it would be lifeless. I think I think there's a lot of life and a lot of like color to it forgive the the pun but like color mm-hmm. as in like you know the characters are expressive and everything but they don't seem too like exaggerated yeah yeah oh i think that's one of the things about naming it knights of badassdom because you're kind of telling people like don't take it that seriously yeah, yeah you like, know what i mean like and and the yeah. lord of badassery and oh, okay. i think there is like a, a certain charm to that yeah you know um for sure, it's like, like Sharknado, it's like yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah, and, and you know, and you kind of like, you kind of understand that, like, okay, this is definitely like, it's it's just some nerds doing nerd stuff. Right. So, and it, and that it's nerds doing nerd stuff is can describe both the people making the movie and the characters in the movie. Yeah. So it's you you go in with that and you know you you have fun with it. Yeah. No. Yeah. hundred percent. And but, there's no harder critic on nerds than other nerds. That's true. <laughs> I think um, what was I gonna say? Speak when you mentioned color. Right. Uh, my mind went to like, oh yeah, wasn't there a black guy in the beginning of the movie? There was Sir Reginald. What happened to him? He got hurt. He got shot with a paintball and couldn't continue LARPing. So they got another one black guy in the first five minutes. Did they traded him out with uh, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi, who also died pretty quickly. Yeah, I made a comment about it too. Like, it's there. There was a lot of like. Uh, a little fourth wall breaking, like mm. oh, like Danny Pudi, I think said, uh, "Oh, you're gonna kill a black guy, uh, kill a brown guy in you know, the first uh, first ten minutes." Yeah, and then uh, yeah, there's some other like quick quips and comments, like a little separate separate referential humor, mm-hmm. which is at times is welcome, mm-hmm. and at times it's like we know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We know. <laughs> Although I gotta be honest, at a LARP, there's not much more diversity than that anyway, so. <laughs> You kind of, uh... White people doing shit? Yeah, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. That's kind of what it is. I also think a lot more people would be super distracted by Summer Glau than what there was. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, this is... Even though it seemed like there were uh, women there. But it's annoying, because Summer Glau can actually, like, put on an action scene. Yeah. So it's like, you should have let her do that. Right. And there was no other time where she could just, like, open up a can of whoop-ass. Yeah. Like, I think they kind of cut away from it. When they they encountered somebody, it was like her. No, they didn't. Right? No, I think they did. Um, when it was, it was him and her were trying to get the thing that he forgot in right, his in, car, in the car, yeah. and like they got jumped by these like people with like just one guy had like just like a big branch. Right. And uh, and she got a tap tap. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like go into that fantasy realm. Right. Where it's like, you actually see her just fucking level these dudes. Right. And it'd be really cool. And then like him like. 
buying into it. Instead, it just looks like she's just whacking him with a mm-hmm. with a broom. Exactly. Yeah. But hey. But uh, yeah. You get what, you, you do what you can. You get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, one other one last thing is the the you mentioned the the lighting when we were watching it. Yeah. No, there was some like I think it's also there, there were some scenes that you could tell they shot day for night, which means like they shot in the daytime. But they color graded it so that it's like, oh, it looks like the sky is black. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that, and it like really shows up on like skin tone and like, mm, mm-hmm. no. But then there's other times when they're shooting, when they shot like the backlit kind of smoke. Yeah. Like the, the typical fantasy shot where it's a backlit woods. It's way more fog. It's like, who left their fucking spotlight on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, exactly. There's fog, even though it's not a, that kind of area. It's not mm-hmm. a, there's no like uh, water area nearby. And I was like, oh, wow, that, that, that's kind of cool. But it's like, it's, there are some things like, ooh, day for night. Yeah. Very tough. Because I know with the movie we were thinking about doing, uh, Streets of Fire, mm-hmm. they shot in LA and they did day for night, except they built a tarp over the studio, over this, over the, over the, this, the set they were going to do. So they actually blocked out the sun? So they blocked out the sun with black tarp, which then. Wow made it incredibly hot on the, on the soundstage. You would think it might be easier just to shoot at night. But I, it, but permits are hard to yeah. get for that. Yeah, it's a di- like shooting at night is a different is a different aspect and then you yeah. got a lot of it's like I hear it's like the worst to shoot at night. Yeah. I mean establishing your lighting's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's tough. People are trying to sleep. You know, yeah, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Um but anyway, let's give this a grade. Give it a grade. I think this goes on a two scale. Yeah. I think as a movie in, in interjoyment. Sure. I mean, it's been so long since we talked about interjoyment. Uh, I think as a movie, I'll go as high as a five. Oh, okay. I was going to go four. So I said, uh, yeah, as high as a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five is the max you could get. And I think as an interjoyment, I'd go as high as a six and six. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say a six. And, and that's, again, as high as, meaning like, we're probably the target demographic for people who would yeah. enjoy this for what it is. Yeah, I would like to see him get like another real go at it, maybe yeah. with a more money to kind of mm-hmm. dip into that whole I, like mind's eye aspect. Yeah, just yeah. you know, just respect our nerd friends. Right, you know? do what I want you to do, and not what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like it was probably How like they probably were like, oh yeah, we could have did that. We just didn't want to. Yeah, no one thought of that. That wasn't uh, what we wanted to. Yeah, that's so, not the movie we wanted to make. And we're here sitting on our fucking armchairs. Yeah, talking about like, oh, it would have been so much better. It been better like this. Oh, here's an idea they probably never like considered. If you uh, would have listened to yeah. me back then, a time when I didn't see the movie, I heard about it going around. Exactly. But also, if you if you can find it, uh, find the truth of journalism, mm. which is a very good short story. If you do like the character Venom, yeah, uh, better I think better than the movie that came out. Hey, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, Venom Two coming out. Venom so. Two, let there be carnage. Yeah, which you know we'll see. Sure. Yeah, uh, but until then. That's the shoot. That is the shoot. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Guys, thank you uh, so much for listening to this movie that is, still happens to be about D&D and, and fantasy and it's on play. Amazon if you want to check it out if you uh, haven't already. And yeah. they're like, what? We've yet to escape the shadow of, uh, yeah, of I fantasy. Think, I think it's going to be a running theme. Until mm-hmm. spooky season. Spooky season. Can't wait. We, got, we did pretty soft movies last. Should we do harder movies or should well, we do we did com- We decided to do like comedies or like family of, movies. Well, except The Craft. The Craft was, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. The Craft was The Craft. We did 
uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, we did the one with Michael J. Fox. Frighteners. Yes. Which is definitely not a family movie. We were all over the place. We it's should true. come up with a theme. Yeah, a, a Halloween theme. A Halloween theme. Yeah. A theme of ween. Wow, I kind of like Halloween. <laughs> well, you guys, you can tell us which name you like more on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. Yeah, and Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Uh, email us at Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh,. Yeah, the tpublic.com backslash movement.cast. With the know. D. They don't have to uh, But yeah, Halloween. That'll Halloween. be fun. I'm hyped for I'm hyped yeah. this year. Themeween or Halloween or Hollow theme. Hollow theme. Uh, Hollow theme. I think Hollow theme sounds like, you know, like Hollaback Girl. Like Hollaback like, Girl. I ain't no I, Hollaback Girl. I can't, like, dis- I can't disagree with you there. I ain't no Hollow theme girl. Hollow. But theme. I am a Themeween. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. All right. See you later. Peace.